The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Source of Truth podcast and our live stream daily devotional. And uh, we are glad you continue to be with us and continue to make God's Word uh, part of your life and allowing us, allowing me to hopefully be a level of encouragement as not only do we study the Word of God, it's just an encouraging voice in the midst of really chaotic times. And, uh, and I, I would say in the history of America, uh, these are not the first times we've seen these type of scenarios at the same case. Uh, it is definitely unique for most of us. And so a lot of times with the fluctuation of our culture with, with COVID and all the other things, it's so easy to be overwhelmed. And so to be in the Word of God and allow it to be an encouragement, uh, we're grateful that you've allowed us to be part of it and so encouraged that you're here and uh, just allowing God to be that source of truth in the midst of so much static and so much noise. I was considering just a little bit ago before we started uh, the truth of the idea of perspective. Uh, for example, the football season's coming. Now, let me, let me be honest. I know there's an awful lot of different points of view with the current sports scenario with all of the protests that are going on and kneeling to the national anthem. And, and uh, so let's, let's ignore that for a second uh, for sake of my illustration. All things being equal, and most men were looking forward to the football season without all the craziness going on right now, uh, a perspective would look like this. Most men are excited. I can't wait for football season. So the, the oncoming season's exciting to, to a lot of the men, to a lot of their wives. It's, it's kind of like their life is over for the next 17 weeks, then the Super Bowl. Uh, and so it, it really shows the truth about the idea of perspective. Um, you know, Hallmark comes up with something great. Some people excited about it. Some people not so much. Uh, it really just comes down to a level of perspective. And the same thing can happen in these type of scenarios. We can allow the news, we can allow social media, we can allow all these different things to establish our perspective. And honestly, in doing that, we can allow it to create a level of heavy negativity uh, as we look at everything in the world. Or we can be reminded that God is on the throne. He is in control, fully aware of our events and what's going on, and ready uh, to move us forward in these times. And we can find hope strength and a foundation in that and it really does come down to a perspective the fact that you are here tells me that you desire to have an appropriate perspective in the midst of really crazy times and so i want to brag on you for a bit thank you for being here and thank you for just really making god part of it hope that we can be a level of encouragement in the time of uh, of really chaotic times in our country we're going to continue on our study through the book of proverbs and we'll be in proverbs chapter 10 this morning. And Proverbs 10 is a unique scenario. It's similar to what a lot of Proverbs comes down to, to where kind of every time you go to a verse or every other verse, uh, there's so much truth. We could spend weeks just in Proverbs 10, breaking down each thought. And we might take some time in certain sections. But what I want to do today is I want to take the first nine verses and really look at the first nine verses of Proverbs 10 from two points of view. We might even do this for the next few days through the book, uh, chapter 10 of Proverbs. And really, what I see, and again, there's so many things we can look and we might, as we're done with Chen, go back and pull out some highlights of some specific great truths in this. But when we, when we look at this, I want to look at least today at the idea of there's a comparison. There's a comparison in chapter 10 of the wise and then there's a comparison of the foolish, or really those who do right and followism, those do not. And he makes a comparison 
uh, how they are different. So what I want to do in a moment is I'm going to share five things from the first nine verses that are true of those who follow wisdom and then five things that are true of those who do not. When I mean don't follow wisdom, they ignore it, they refuse to follow it. The Bible would often call them foolish. Might even go as far to call a scorner. Generally, I would think foolish. Simple. Uh, as, as Proverbs talks, they're kind of in the middle. They haven't really decided where they're going. Uh, fools, though, they have enough truth to know. They're not so far as to want nothing and to be scornful against the truth, but uh, their foolishness has stopped them from allowing it to grow. And so God gives, in Proverbs 10, a breakdown of what they're like. So let's read uh, these nine verses first, and then we'll go through and break them down. The Bible says in Proverbs 10, verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon... A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, and he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. So let's go down. First thing I'm going to do is break down uh, the five things that I think are true, kind of highlighting this, five things true of what is said of those who are wise. Let's start with verse 1. Those who are wise are an encouragement to their families. Uh, really an encouragement to anybody who's been part of a heritage of them. In chapter one, chapter 10, verse 1, the proverb of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is heaviness to his mother. Uh, those who are wise, really, when a, when a father and a, and a uh, mother watch their family grow and we begin to see their own decisions, I'm telling you, those who make really poor decisions can be discouraging, but those who are showing wisdom and strength, they, just, they, they really bring a heavy level of encouragement. I'll give you an example. Uh, I promised my kids not to use them as illustrations, and so I won't use Nathan specifically, but just an event that took place uh, not that long ago. Nathan climbed into his car with his friend Evan, and they drove 18-plus uh, hours down to Pensacola, Florida to go to college. And uh, I've been looking forward to him. He, he spent a year in college, and now he's down there. And I've been proud of who he's become and, and decisions he makes and his strength and his work ethic and all of these things. And, and I'll be honest, he jumped into that car, and I was so excited for him. I was blown away by the emotion that went through me when he drove off. I'm excited. I'm glad. I remember the day when I was his age, and I was so excited for all my future ahead of me. And as a father, I was overwhelmed with emotion. And I remember talking to my wife later about it. A lot of it came from the fact that I've, as I've watched my son and my children make decisions. And I've watched the things that we prayed for to come true. Uh, it's exciting. It's encouraging. But you're done. You're done as a parent. And now you are to watch. And, and, and there's some great encouragement in that. And, uh, and that's the point. You sit back with, and when you be careful, use the word pride. We understand. But I just mean uh, biblical pride, if I can say it. You're just so grateful to God for what he's given to you. And a wise son truly is a huge encouragement to his parents. But this is a wise anyone. Son, he's obviously he's talking to Solomon. Uh, Solomon's talking to his son. But in all reality, this is anybody growing. 
I think of people who have been a part of a great investment in my life, school teachers and youth leaders and youth pastors and other pastors and, and teachers at college and other pastors currently encouraging me and being an investment into my life. Um, my desire is to honor all of that with continuing to move forward and be used of God and just walk with God. That's the goal. Um, my parents especially, they, they sacrificed so much to give me a Christian education, help me through, through Bible college, and just been a voice of encouragement over the last 20 years in ministry. And my desire is to honor them and bring encouragement to them. Not only in my walk and with God as a pastor, but as a, as a husband and all those things. That's encouraging. A wise son, a wise daughter will do that. So we see that they're an encouragement to their family, an encouragement to those who are their heritage. Verse, the second one, which is found in verses 2 through 6, is they understand a good work ethic. Treasures, verse 2, treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish. But he casts away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor, that dealeth the slack or a lazy hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is the son that causes shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. So we see here that treasures, you know, the, the worldly treasures offer nothing, but richness brings this. And he talks about those who are wise and working and planning and all those things. They understand this. They understand preparing. They have a strong worth ethic. They understand the biblical principles that comes and how they treat others and work and all of that. You're going to receive blessing because they're following God in biblical principles. Uh, they're going to be wise with their finances, wise at work, wise with the opportunities that come their way. Uh, as you see one of these verses, they're not going to be lazy. Uh, they're going to see every opportunity as it is, as an opportunity. And don't get me wrong, all of us understand that some opportunities are a little fright frightening. I, it's an opportunity, but it's not, you know, those things. And what we need to see is uh, opportunities sometimes bring a level of fear, because if you're serving God, opportunities are going to take you out of your comfort zone too. So a wise person understands a good worth thing. A wise person, number two, they will have a strong testimony. Verse 7, the memory, of the, the memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. Verse 7, the memory, when other people think of this person, what comes to their memory, when the memory, what people think of just it's blessed when they look at somebody and say, man, I, I appreciate their encouragement. I appreciate their testimony. I appreciate their hard work. Man, I'm excited for that person. Those things, when you think of people like that, uh, it's encouraging. You're excited. Man, I, I look forward to how God's going to use them. Or all men, their future is so much ahead of them because of who they are. And I tell you, it's a great testimony. Why, why, and remember, this is, this is not talking about people my age. This is talking about people who are growing. And, and, and as they grow... At a young age, they even are seeing this. Can I encourage you that there is a mindset that comes across? It's a wrong mindset, but the mindset comes down sometimes. And, uh, and I will say in our day and age, the to name millennials and Generation Z and all this, they like to say, well, millennials are like this or Gen Z is like this. Can I encourage you? It doesn't make a difference when you were born. This truth is still there. You do not have to wait until you're 30 or 40 uh, to live right and serve God and love others. You don't need to do that. You can do that as a teenager. You can do that as a young adult. Statistics tell you that you will struggle from 18 to 28, that you will flounder, that you will get in debt, that you will live the life and you will run from God. Statistics tell you that. You don't have to do that. 
Ah, search the scriptures, find out where you are, but don't run from God trying to figure out because the world told you it's okay. Stand for God now, stand strong. Have a testimony that honors God, whether you're 18, 23, 28, or 48. Honor God with it. And don't, don't be one where you make decisions and your parents, oh, you know, just brokenhearted. And not even for your parents. Do it for the Lord. Stand strong and don't sit back and say, well, when? Because here's the struggle. When I get this, when? No, you won't. If we're always putting off serving God and doing right and all these things, if there's always something we're going to do, you'll never do it. You're either going to do it now or you won't do it. That's the mindset that we need to have. We'll either do it now or we won't do it. And I'm telling you what, the strong testimony because of their heart. The fourth thing is, is they are humble and always learning. Verse 8, I go to the next page, sorry, here it says, the wise in heart will receive commandments, instruction, wisdom, guidance. That person is going to grow, is going to be humble, is going to accept these things as, as good. They're not going to get angry. Uh, when they don't like what the preacher says or the boss says this, they're going to always receive. Now, not everything advice-wise and instruction is going to be accurate because it comes from humans, but boy, they're going to do everything they can to learn from as many people as they can to learn the good and the bad. But let's look for the next few minutes at the fool. What is true about them? Verse 1 uh, they are grieved to their families. End of, chapter, end of verse 1 says this, uh, A foolish son is heaviness to his mother. Uh, the heart, picture this, the heart of the mother who has invested so much in the life of her children uh, from literally giving them birth all the way through to, to have a heavy heart. Now, I know it's sometimes broken, but it's a heavy heart. So much joy that they desired for their family uh, and the heaviness of wishing that that person would embrace that. Um, you say, well, you know, uh, we can go say all these crazy things and blame our this, but can I encourage you? Um, every decision we make, it affects more than just us. The world will tell you, well, it only affects you. There is no such thing as a decision that only affects you. It will always affect those around you. The second thing is they struggle with the idea of work and finances. Verse 2 through 6 talks about, I'll give, just give one of them. Um, and it says that uh, he casteth away the substance of the wicked. In verse 4, um, the hand, uh, he becometh poor. That, that, that dealeth with a slack hand, that is lazy. Uh, verse 5, he that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is the son that causes shame. Uh, there's a laziness, there's a carelessness, and shall I say in this culture, an entitlement mentality. I don't need to work because people owe me. Now, why do they owe me? Because I'm breathing. It's not biblical, and I don't mean to be politically incorrect, but I don't necessarily care about that in this point. It's not biblical. If you have the capability to work, then go work. And I'm not talking, we talked about this the other day, I'm not talking about won't, can't work, don't have a job, things like that. I'm talking won't work. You've been offered a job opportunity, I don't want to do it, you quit, you call, all these things. That's not biblical. God says if a man won't work, he should not eat. You should be hungry because you won't work. Please understand that God, our testimony, wise people will find work and they will do their best and they will, they will be blessed by that. But so many times they sit back and say, well, we deserve this and we get... You know what we deserve? Nothing. Frankly, as, as, as sinners, we deserve hell and God has given us more than we ever deserve. And boy, we may we stop wishing people would give and just work and go out in a good character. You know what we should do? Work hard, earn money, give to others. Give to God and encourage and give to others. That's what we should be 
doing. Stop letting the world tell you you deserve. You don't deserve anything. Everything you get comes from God and he gives good and he wants you to serve, earn, and, and, and be diligent in it. That's what God wants to bless. Uh, their testimony is well known. Verse 7, the memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. People look at the name and, mm, your testimony will be known as negative. What people are judging me, they're not judging you. They're concerned. This is a decision you made. You can't say stop judging me and think people aren't going to recognize this. Every decision I make comes with its own consequences and establishes a testimony. Uh, they refuse instruction. The end of verse 8 says, but the priding fool shall fall. That means they refuse to listen to instruction. They refuse to let God's people that he's placed around them guide them, and therefore they will make a lot of mistakes because they've got to learn on their own, they like to say. Verse 9, they always have an answer to every wrong. It says, he that walketh uprightly walketh surely. That literally means they, they're bold. They're bold. Uh, they enjoy, the, the wise enjoy strength in the Lord. They walk boldly in this. Uh, not because they're arrogant or not because they're better, just because they are right with God. So they're comfortable. But he that perverteth his way shall be known. Perverteth his way. You can hear truth and you're really good at making it, at changing it. Can I be political for a second? A congresswoman just told every now is blaming a salon uh, for her mistake. Here's a simple thought. Even if the salon said, please come in, it's okay, the congresswoman should have known it was against the law in her state. Personal responsibility. Stop blaming everyone else. That, that is the struggle here. They always have a way to pervert whatever's going on to make themselves look right of themselves. Literally, they will lie, but they're so good at it that you have a hard time knowing if it's truth or not. Let me, let me tell you something when you look at this. You look at these two comparisons. It really, again, comes down to the heart. Will I follow wisdom? Will I follow God? Will I go off my own instruction and do what I want? It's really what it comes down to. Now, by the way, when I'm doing what I want, it's humanistic, and I'm really following the flesh, which, in reality, I'm following Satan. Let me encourage you to evaluate which one of these two do you want to be known for? You want to honor God, you want to honor your parents and honor those around you. Do you want to, you want to be blessed in your, in, in your work? Do you want to have a strong testimony? Uh, do you want to always be learning and growing? Do you want to enjoy comfort and boldness in God? That's what we should desire. And you can have that. And it's following wisdom. Even in a day where the world screams this is all wrong, the further God, the world gets from God, the more the world will see this is weird. No, no, this is biblical and blessed. And may we follow this. Thanks for joining us today and giving us the opportunity to be part of your day just for a little bit, giving me the opportunity uh, just to share a few thoughts with you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and continue to watch us for the next couple of, or listen to us for the next couple of days. Again, thanks for just taking time to be part of this. And we hope you have a, re a great rest of your day. God bless.